existence In existence, join the resistance Come on, let's start by talking tactics Have a pass and match this Here's how we practice Everybody, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. This is Patrick Riccardi. And we have returning guest. Vivian. Hi. Hello. Hello. For our annual fall new TV show episodes. That was a bad sentence. But that's what but we're doing. it was doing. fun to watch all these shows. Some. Well, fun to it, watch some of these shows. It was definitely not as bad as previous years, I would say. No, uh, even the... There was one show that we'll talk about at length, I'm sure, that was awful, but the rest were just at, at worst mediocre, I think. There, yeah, there's well, there's one I probably hated more than uh, I needed to, but we'll, yeah, we'll see. Um, isn't yeah, it's not to say these shows are all great because no. they're definitely not. No, but um, I think we're going to uh, how we should have. This is the kind of shit that uh, the professional podcasters work out before they go on the air, but. You want to go uh, Viv, me, you, Pat, in order of talking about these things? Sure. And look, there's it's it's 15 new shows, so it works out. Perfect. We each half... get two. Oh, I thought you were saying like we do half the first half of the episode and the other half the other half of the episode. Oh, yeah, no, that, that doesn't work out at all. But One one episode we would just talk, like immediately stop talking about when we were halfway done. I don't know what Pat's saying, but... <laughs> I'm uh, going in the order of the email you gave, too. I don't know what order that was, but that's the order I'm going. That was the order that the shows premiered. As, as so, so that's what I we're say doing. So. <laughs> I do say so. And oh, I, I guess this first show we're doing... Oh, no, I'm not going first. No, Go ahead. Yeah, Viv's going first. Pat. <laughs> Man. Misogyny already. Um, all right. You wanna, specialty. You want to start, Viv? Sure, uh, it's Son of Zorn on Fox. Star- and, yeah. Starring uh, uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, I always forget his and name. And it's half animated? Yeah. Yeah, and he plays, and, and his character is sort of a He Man like cartoon character. But on the other side of it, he has an ex wife and a kid, and uh, ex wife played by Cheryl Hines. Yeah. Um, and a kid played by uh, Michael yeah, Sarah Stanton, I guess. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I don't know. I've never seen that kid before. Um, yeah, and he comes back and he's trying to have a relationship with his teenage son and live in the suburbs. And that's about yeah, it. it's a fish yeah. out of water water thing with, that's like supposed to kind of, uh, I guess, show up. Uh, I don't know, toxic masculinity or whatever in a way and old ways of thinking. Um, yeah. But what did you think? I, well, well, we'll let you go first on your thoughts of it. Oh, I actually, I, I liked it. It was, there were a lot of funny parts to it, I thought. And I, I thought when I first heard about the premise, I thought it was going to be really stupid, <laughs> but I was actually, I actually enjoyed it. All right. Well, I, yeah, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as that. Like, I actually did laugh at a couple times at it, but I also thought it fell short of what it could be. I 
I have to admit, I never saw the pilot. Good one. But I, I watched right the second. Right off the bat. I watched yeah. the second episode, and I thought it was it was just okay. It was not as funny as I thought it would be. I thought Tim Meadows was really funny. He always thought, is. Yeah. Jason I laugh Sudeikis, whenever he shows up on screen on anything now. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis' character was just okay, and the kid, the kid was pretty bad, except he had some funny bits amongst the bad. So maybe I'll get better. I'll, I'll watch a few more episodes, but I didn't love it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love I it didn't, either. I, I didn't love it like Viv loved it. Well, <laughs> maybe because I had just such low expectations yeah. of it when I first heard about it. But I, yeah. it really sounded like you, your feelings about it were the same as mine. I think my my expectations were just high, uh, were higher than yours, so I didn't like it as much. <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I mean, it's got for the most part funny people in it. It's just and it's also got uh, oh my god, what is her name from It's Always Sunny? Her character's name. I can't even remember. D? Oh, D? No, oh, oh not his D. boss. Yes, the boss. Yeah, I forget her name. Star? No, I don't know. No. Yeah, it's it's some like old Greek god name or something. I can't even remember. Wait, is her character's name Artemis? Yeah. Yes. Her, that's her real life, real life name. Oh, is it? Yeah, Artemis Peb- Pebdini. I'm sure that's not right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's got, it's got a decent cast. It could get better. I mean, it was definitely better than... Uh, Mulaney, which also had funny people and just was awful. Well, that could apply to Everything. every show we've seen. Yeah, that's true. Better than nope, Mulaney? Nope. Almost nope. every show. Almost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which. Are we going to go to the next episode show yeah. we're talking about? John has the honor to talk about this one. Kevin Wait a Ken- minute. Are, are we uh, I'm Oh, sorry, yeah, we're great. Interrupt? You're right. No. no, you were right to interrupt because... We we have are to, what do we do? We give ratings now? No, great. Uh, Viv, what do you give it? Now we gave them last time. Yeah, I know. I was just trying to remember if it was thumbs up, thumbs down, or actual grades. No, actual grades. I'm okay. glad you prepared for this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you give it, Viv? Um, I I give it a B plus. All right. See, I give it a B for possibility. Uh, I'll stick with, I'll say B minus. Yeah, that's, I think that's, it's a, it's a B. Um, and now Kevin can wait the, the show everybody's been waiting for Kevin James returned to, uh, multicam sitcom. And this was easily the worst show of the season. I don't think I'm going to get any argument from you guys. Can I ask why he returned to multi-camera sitcoms? Because it's on CBS. I don't think they do anything else. No, no. I mean, he like he kind of has a successful movie career, so why bother? Because TV's easier. Oh. <laughs> Steady paychecks. That's fair. Uh, yeah, and there was not... It was... I don't know. It was so unrelentingly awful, I'm sure it's probably a big hit, but... Well, it might be a big hit because it's on the same night as, as what's the show? You, uh, big big Bang. Bang Theory, and that that might help it. Yeah, I'm sure it does. I don't actually know if it's a hit, but it was god-awful. And it had, like, I don't know, we talked about it a little off-air, I think, Pat. Like, it's not like Kevin James doesn't know how to act in a sitcom or anything, or how to even... Well, I guess he didn't have... I don't know how much he involved, involvement he had in King of Queens and how much the supporting cast and the writers helped. 
Not that it was a great show any, either, but compared but to it this, was, it, was, it, it was, was Shakespeare. Better than mediocre. Excuse me. Yeah, and this is much worse than mediocre. Yes. And it, it's got uh, Aaron, God damn it, what is her name, from Children's Hayes. Hospital. Aaron Hayes. Who's, who's good, awesome. Who's good, except in this, she's not, because well, it, it seems like she's doing, it, it seems like there's like a multi-camera sitcom acting style that's different from just regular film acting. And she's trying to do that too much. I don't know. I don't know what the problem was, but also the writing didn't help. I think it's the writing. Is, yeah. Yeah, the writing's terrible. And uh, his cousin. Is that his cousin in real life? I don't even know. I mean, they his look brother alike. in real life. His brother. I was going to say they really look alike. His cousin in King of Queens. His cousin. or Sorry. His brother is the best part of the show. He had the only thing that made me laugh in the entire episode. Yeah, which I don't even remember. I remember you brought it up to me off the air. There's something happening, and he like they're fighting in the kitchen about the daughter being pregnant or something. Not that, and uh, he just says you're out of baloney. Yeah, um, but you know they weren't out of baloney because that's what the whole show is. If you catch me, uh, yeah, it was like so subpar. It was like all this old. I guess for people who like love different strokes and shit, this is probably great, but. It's like every joke is super tired. The premises are super tired. Like he he doesn't like his girlfriend's boyfriend because he's like a computer nerd and not the jock. It's just all awful. Wait, are you describing Coach? Like might as well be. Was that a? Yeah, because it's a bad show. Yeah, no, it was. It was yeah. Coach was better than this though. No, I'm I'm not criticizing Coach as much as saying they had the exact same plot point in that and that. It's yeah. I didn't. I, even there's some bad shows you could say. Well, at least they're trying to do something different, but they're not even trying to do anything different. It's, yeah, it's almost like turning back the clock on sitcoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a computer program so, wrote the sitcom after watching a bunch of like shit on TV Land or something. Yeah, it's awful. Anyway, I give it an F. Same. A. <laughs> All right, Pat gives it an F. I assume. <laughs> well, we're working regular grades with an F, yeah. Oh, you get the honor of the next one, which Yay. is actually an honor. The Good Place. I, I, we haven't gone through all the shows, but this is probably my favorite show of the season. It involves Kristen Bell is in some sort of afterlife, and she's in a wonderful place with Ted Danson, who designed it, and he has, she has a soulmate, but it turns out she's not supposed to be there. And... Other act. I don't think there's other famous people in it, but the other character actors seem like they're pretty great. Uh, written or created by the guy who created Parks and Rec and worked on The Office, created Brooklyn Nine Nine, and uh, yeah, I don't think there's a lot more to say than it's awesome. Oh, I'm glad Mike sure keeps getting work and keeps like hitting it out of the park. His Twitter's great too, and he's he's a funny guy. Yeah, and it's a funny show, and there's like. Twists and turns, and it's got really good production values, I thought, too. Yeah. Oh, the first episode is directed by Drew Goddard, which shocked me that he's directing a sitcom. <laughs> that is. That's he, the showrunner for Daredevil. He directed and I think wrote, maybe wrote Cabin in the Woods. Oh. Uh, I, oh, he had something to do with The Martian. I think, I guess he wrote The Martian. But anyway. And he played Matt Damon. In uh, Part <laughs> And he won every time. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And, and like, all the actors are really good. Mm-hmm. 
I hope the ratings are good. I haven't, you know, I don't know what the numbers mean, so I hope they're good. Is it is it on? Do you guys know if it's on like same night as Big Bang Theory and all that? Like that? No, that it's hurt. Thursday nights. Okay, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what night that. Other I think Big on. Bang Theory is on earlier in the week. Yeah, it's definitely the break. I mean, there weren't that many comedies. I think we just did the two comedies. Yeah, there, there's more shows to come. Yeah. But of the first, you know, I guess the first ones are the better ones. But that is the only two, unless you call Lethal Weapon a comedy. It's a comedy got made. Wah, wah. <laughs> what, uh, what are your thoughts on The Good Place, Viv? Like, I don't already know. but Yeah, I, I loved it. And that's one of the few that I'll keep watching. Yeah, same here. We've, yeah, yeah, we've got really it funny. set up for a season pass, so. I forget how many episodes there's been, but everyone's been good. So yeah, but I think uh, when it first came out, they they did two episodes the first night, and the people who were on it and uh, Michael Schur like were on social media telling people to watch it and saying, "Please start watching this early because if you come in in the middle, you might not understand what's going on," and that might be a drawback for the show. It could be, but I I don't know. I don't know nowadays when you can DVR everything and watch it streaming if that'll be that much of a drawback. Yeah, and I don't even think it's – having watched the episodes, I, I think you kind of pick up as you go. It's not that big of a deal. Although there's some reveals that are yeah. funnier if you get to watch the reveal and you don't see it later. Yeah, yeah. and it is, it is definitely like – it is building. Like it's going to keep yes. getting more complex, I feel like. so. Right, yeah, and interrelated, although – I don't think it's going to be as interrelated as Arrested Development. And that's no, the goal every show is. should have. <laughs> well, this is, yeah. I don't, this isn't Arrested Development level yet, but nope. it is definitely, I say, the best show of the season. Uh, what's your grade, Pat? Oh, A+. Plus. I give it an A. Same. Yeah. I'm the only one that yeah. liked Yeah. You, we, we just thought it was A-worthy. I guess there's no such thing as an A plus. So I'll just give it an A, like you guys. No, there's an A plus. I think it's I, fine. I don't think there is. Not anymore. Not with, not with all these millennials being coddled. Common core. Uh, up next, Viv. Oh, um, Bull, on CBS. Yeah, of course it's on CBS. And I guess the guy, the main guy, is from another show that was really big on. CBS, and like CBS. one of the yeah, that's I don't know. Anyway, um, he plays a guy. You know, this is this was like too complicated. I mean, I actually think during the show, you tuned out. I tuned out a little, and I was like, "Wait, who is this? Wait, who are these people?" And <laughs> I got a little confused. Um, I I but, didn't tune out, but I can tell you it didn't matter. Yeah, he he helps defense. The defense side uh, mm-hmm. of a case uh, set their juries because he has all these things that like that can determine what how juries are going to vote and yeah, yeah he's like some kind of accurate? weird yes. house type psychologist right he can oh, like right. yes sorry look at people and fucking figure out from the way they <laughs> they blink that how they're going to vote on a jury and shit and their entire lives yeah. But the yes. great thing about the first episode, which is the only one I watched, is not only could he figure that out, but members of the jury could figure him out by just three sentences. Yeah. At least a member yeah. of the jury could, yeah. Yes. Uh, it, so it's created by Phil McGraw and based on his early life. 
So didn't have how a good in the start. fuck is it based on his early life? It's he, based why? on his idea <laughs> of his early life. Maybe he created the show, and this is what he says. This is oh my he, gosh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it makes it worse. Yes, somehow. I cannot believe that. Already mediocre. I I have to admit, I do like the the lead actor. I thought with what he had to work with, he did the best he could, and he didn't have much to work with. I thought I think he's pretty charming. If he had a better show, maybe he'd be good. Um, well, he did have another show. Well, I mean, <laughs> a good yeah. show. He was probably he was probably fine in NCIS. I haven't watched it that much, or NCIS or Jag, what, NCIS. But there's something. Oh, I think this show, this kind of show about a guy who's a jury person that helps the defense. Oh, and the other other awful thing about this show is the end of the first episode. Spoiler alert: This guy who works for the defense actually helped the police capture someone. So you know, he's a good guy. He also uh, arrests people somehow. But I think a show like this would be interesting if the if the lead actor or not actor, but the lead character were an anti-hero. Like you hate him because yes. he's getting people off that actually did the crime. But that doesn't seem where the show to be where the show is going. Well, do you think that's really going to happen with Doctor Phil creating? Well, shit? that's why I said it makes so much sense. I just the whole time I was watching, I was like, this guy is so smug. <laughs> like, why do I want to watch an entire season of this know-it-all guy? Like. I just, and, and that first episode is written where not only is a know-it-all, everyone else is a jerk. Like the the, the defense attorney yeah. is a total jerk. The father's a total jerk. So he got to be such a hero compared to yes. everyone else. It was very Mary Sue-ish. Yeah. Uh, I, I see. I didn't think that. I mean, the actor might be fine, but in this, but this role was not great. And he. Well, kept, yeah, I, I agree th- with that. I think I know you don't pay much attention, Pat, but I think there's like a new subgenre of acting that you can just call CBS drama actors. Yeah. And he like fell into that. I feel like like on a different network, on a better show, he might be fine. I didn't get much charisma from him. Like Viv, I just got smugness. So, um, yeah. Anyway, what's your grade, Pat? Oh, I'll say a D. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know, I was going to go C minus. I'm going to go D plus. I'm going to give it a D. So be sure and watch Bull, everybody. <laughs> On any other network, it would be called Bull something else. Crap. That, let's <laughs> try to keep it adult. Bull crap is not a curse. I learned that from another Luke show. Um, all right. Uh, next up, it's me, right? Okay, this is us. Uh, a weeper, something I would never watch again. Not that it was terrible. It's just totally not my thing. Um, it's definitely like super manipulative and trying to be very deep about family and relationships. And it's just as hokey as it looked from the previews, in my opinion. Um, but there is a twist at the end. Uh, if you make it through i i don't know this is just like i don't care it's not a terrible show it's definitely not a great show i think for certain people who are looking for this kind of thing it would work for me it's just yeah i think it's a pretty good replacement for parenthood that's that exactly very, what i thought yeah i very thought of similar that, too. To that yeah i i didn't dislike it as much as you and i was surprised by the twist i uh, oh, I, I was too. I didn't see that yeah. coming. I thought it was. I thought it was well done. I just don't know how a show goes from there. From a, that's pretty, what exactly what I was. How is the whole series going to 
progress? Is it going to be like a bunch of time slips? Not time slips, but you know what I mean. I I mean that I, I, I they have to do that. They'll just show the Milo section in the other section. But uh, it was interesting. I don't know if I'll. It will be on the bottom of my list of things to watch. It might just sit there, but I would watch another episode. I just haven't yet. The guy who created it, after I saw what else he created, made me not like it, but that's not really fair. I still liked it. Why did he do uh, uh, Birth of a Nation? Oh, he didn't create it, so that's not so bad. He was an executive producer on Grandfathered. Oh. (laughs) And he created The Neighbors. Well, it's nothing like either of those shows. No. (laughs) Although both of those shows were awful. Um, yeah, I don't know. What did you think, Viv? Yeah, it was, I don't know. It's just so, uh, you know, soap opera-ish. You know, it has all these elements to it that are very soap opera-ish. Yeah. It's, it's like the new soap opera. Right. Yeah. Just super yeah. melodramatic. And, yeah. But with better acting than soap yeah. operas. But yeah. <laughs> You're my dad. I'm dying. Oh, no. Oh, don't forget we're having a baby. Mandy Moore of, uh, that was Mandy Moore, right? Yes. Yep. Of, uh, Nationwide is on your side commercial fame. Um, yeah, I don't know. I give it, I give it a C. It's not, it's just average to me and I get that I'm not the target audience, so. I give it a B. It's not for me, but they did well with what they were doing. Same thing. I think, I think I give it a B. Like, I, I'm not really into that kind of thing, but, um, I thought it was decent. It was well done. The acting was good, good I will actors, say that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the acting was good. The, even the the production of it was well done. Yeah. And the the twist was not annoying. Like some twists can be annoying, it wasn't annoying and they did it in a fun way with slowly going back and make like just reinforcing the fact that obviously this is a different time and just because this dude has a beard and everyone has a beard now doesn't mean he's from nowadays, which was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I will say I did appreciate uh going back to Bull. I did appreciate that it's just filmed very straightforward like they don't have to do all these crazy insane camera swirls and like let's show everybody what's going on in everybody's cell phone texts and all this shit that has become i don't know i guess the standard for dramas now anyway is the first show that i the first show i remember doing uh, popularizing the cell phone text is the the netflix kevin spacey show I don't really remember that being so prevalent. House of Cards? Oh. House of Cards, yeah. I remember it from Sherlock. Yeah. yeah. Sherlock do it first? first? Episode. Yeah, I, that's I true. But but they've taken it to a whole new level of annoying. I yes. mean, it didn't bother me as much with Sherlock or mm-hmm. House of Cards. Whereas now it's like, oh, here's this person's text, and then let's see what's on this person's computer and all this shit while the action's <laughs> going on. Like, Yeah. You're, uh, I don't know. Drama shouldn't be coming from that, in my mind. I know that 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 people live their lives online and stuff, but you're telling a story. Let's, I mean, how important is that shit to me? It just almost seems like let's try to be hip and keep up with what the youngsters are doing. Did any show that we are talking about do that? I I don't remember it. Um, I think so. We'll see when we go. To, yeah, there was we'll, okay. when we go down the list. Um, oh, we have to give our grades. No, we gave them. So we did. We're ready. Four. Lethal Weapon, same as the movie. Okay. Um, I, I, yeah, I guess they, I guess they figured with this franchise, they're like, well, we gotta find another misogynistic dickhead to play one of the roles, right? Well, let's reverse it this time, and make it the black dude. 
you know, Damon Wayans said terrible things, but he, please, he he was never talking about sugar tits that we know of. No, he just said that the the women that were accusing Cosby were ugly and. Uh, oh, I didn't know about that. He did, I, and I, I, I Cosby he did. didn't need to fuck to drug them to fuck him because yeah. Not, I thought he was just one of those guys that said women can't be funny. Oh, I'm sure he said that too. No, he defended Cosby in a really ugly way. That's too bad. Yeah. Anyway, it's Lethal Weapon. Yeah, it's a show about a cop whose her wife dies and he gets back into the the police in Los Angeles and he's from Texas and it's he's a cowboy renegade cop and Damon Wayne's is really old and it's not very good. No. He yeah, this this cop is like a honey badger, right? He doesn't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> he's got a death wish and Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. You've seen the movie. Um, I don't know. Who would have thought that an actor couldn't even have the charisma of Danny Glover? But there you have it. <laughs> Danny Glover is fun in the Lethal Weapon movies. Oh, he is. <laughs> they they did check the, the the catchphrase, but they did it opposite. You're too old for this. And then he interrupts him and says, I'm not too old because Damon Wayans is hip. Yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, wow! I think, <laughs> shocked you thought that. I think the guy, uh, the guy who played Mel Gibson's is it Murtaugh? Is that the character's name? I, I don't even know. Murtaugh is Damon Wayne's character. Oh, Riggs. so it's Riggs. Uh, I thought he was terrible. Um, I thought he was way over the top in his characterization. Although, he was kind of a, a black hole of no charisma, and I usually like charisma, so that was bad in my mind. Yeah, charisma is a good thing generally. <laughs> <laughs> Directed by Mick G. Mick Jagger? Oh, that also explains all that. <laughs> Wait, who's Mick G? The director. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I. Well, he directed uh, like Charlie's Angels and stuff, right? Yeah. Mick G. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I didn't. Yeah, that that does make sense. It does have that like that kind of early two thousands over the top action yeah. look to it. Um. But it's all, I don't know, it's all surface and no substance, as far as I'm concerned. The and previous I, show I know that he did was Chuck, and Chuck was much better than this. So. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, from what little I've seen of Chuck, it was at least fun. Yeah, this There's is no fun. fun to this. No. I, ooh, a lot of people watch it, though. More people watch this than watch The Good Place. Ooh, that's scary. What did you think, Viv? I, it was just so, like, meh to me. Like, I, I don't know, you know. You yeah. just go kill a bunch of bad guys. Like that's what I saw. That, that's <laughs> what I thought the whole show was. Like you just go kill bad people. Well, the thing. I mean, Pat and I talked a little on our '80s movies episode. Um, the thing about the original Lethal Weapon, um, no matter how it holds up or whatever, was that it was at least fun. It had a sense of fun to it. This had no sense of fun. I didn't think like they, the the parts where they tried to be charming didn't work. And like I don't need to see uh damon wayans begging for a blowjob yeah that was yeah awful. why was that the running joke yeah. throughout the entire thing? yeah i i don't know um, and then the the they needed to have an explanation why they need to have an explanation i don't know but they need to have an explanation why he was an la cop so that he makes the they make the high upper upper echelon police person his father-in-law yeah unnecessary plot who cares uh, well everything was unnecessary yeah well what grade do you give it pat uh, I think I'll go with D. Viv? Yeah, I think a D. I'm, I, just, 
I mean, the action was there, though, you know? Like, so that was kind of fun for a couple minutes. Yeah, like, but it, I think that kind of but, thing is much more fun when the the, the guy who's doing the action is more interesting than the reason yeah. this, this show was. Yeah. Yeah, I, I give it an F. I don't know. I, I'm Ooh. not going to pretend that um, Damon Wayans isn't a huge piece of shit for saying that stuff, and I just don't enjoy watching him for that, and it's kind of more against him, but I also didn't like the show, so... Yeah, I, I, I'm fine to have your opinion, but that makes Kevin Can Wait look too good. <laughs> that's another thing about well, Kevin Can Wait. Well, that's true. What does the name mean? What? What is the main name, Kevin Can Wait? Has he just been holding on to that name and just, okay, it's time we use it? Because it doesn't have any relevance to the show, right? Right. Well, what rhymes with Kevin? Well, heaven? Well, there's Heaven Can Wait. That's a That was a movie and a phrase. Wait, and, there's and an we Iron Maiden song. That guy got fired. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's, you know, because he's, like, retiring, right? But, oh, he's going to have to wait to retire. We didn't, uh, spoiler, oh, we didn't say was that. that. The, was that what happened at the end? Okay. Yeah, he's going to have to get a job to support his daughter so her uh, boyfriend can work on his app. Because that's how families work. <laughs> I know my I know my parents would have been super supportive of my slacker-ass girlfriend and, like, gotten a job to help her do her dumb shit, even though they hated her. Yeah, anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to go back to Kevin Can Wait. <laughs> well, I'm the one Let's talking. never go back to Kevin Can Wait. I'm going to go back to it often. No. <laughs> uh, wait, so is this Viv? Oh, uh, Speechless. Starring Minnie Driver. And she's the mom of a kid who is disabled and can't speak. And so, and shenanigans ensue. Yeah. That's, yeah? I think so. Yeah, Mini, I, I mean, thought Mini. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I thought Mini Driver was Maxi Funny. Oh God. <laughs> I, um, I don't <laughs> usually edit, but I think I'm going to have to edit that out. Did well? What did so? What did you think of it, Viv? Well, I just thought that was the whole first episode. Like it was just like shenanigans all over the place. Like that's yeah. yeah. It was like fun, but not you know. It didn't move Not you. laugh out loud or anything funny. It was just... Oh, I, I, I laughed out loud. I thought it was really funny, and I thought it was a pretty good depiction of a family with one person who is taking up a lot of the attention from the other kids. I thought that they did that pretty well. I liked the premise. I didn't love the execution. I thought, like, Minnie Driver's character was way too over the top as an advocate for her son. Um, and I love Minnie Driver. I just thought rein in the character a bit that that's more the writers too again mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah then Mini, i thought it was Mini, less a character more a caricature i did too yeah exactly but i i think it's a good idea to have like uh, a kid with uh some kind of severe uh physical problem he's, he doesn't even have a mental problem like he can think fine right but like that's it's a really good premise and something you don't see on tv a lot so I hope they get better with it and more human, less yeah. caricature-ish. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, agree I did like the Reno 911 guy who ends up being his... Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't mind her character so much as, as much as you did because I thought that that was a fun spin to make a character usually treated as an angel who can do, do no wrong to be kind of a beast and that makes it funny without making too much fun of her she still has a heart what i didn't care for is the 
moving to that crappy house and leaving it. It was just a little bit too over the top, but I dealt with it and I still thought it was funny. Well, that, and I, I really like the fact that the kid who has whatever, I don't know what he's supposed to have in the show, but in real life he has cerebral palsy. So I like that they're casting a person who really belongs in a wheelchair. So me too. I mean, Actually, I didn't know that. And I wondered about it. And that was one thing I was like, Oh, I hope, you know, I hope they did that. So that's cool. I, saw, I don't know. I mean, he, he can probably talk and maybe he doesn't even need need to use a wheelchair, but at least he's disabled in some way, not in a way that is equivalent to what he is in the show. That's the first time that sentence ever been spoken. At least yep. he's disabled in some way. Well, I say it every day. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know that like I would watch it if it's on and hopefully they tone it down. I just thought like, again, they went way too over the top with painting her character like they didn't need to do all that like the when she's speeding by and the cop's gonna stop and the other cop goes nope it's not worth it you know oh like, yeah there's stuff i didn't like at all i forgot about that there's so much look- like we you can just show it you don't need to keep uh pointing out to us what her character is like just show her doing her thing yeah i was thinking more of her like going over the top and advocating with the principal and just kind of like talking over her which is again it's ridiculous but it's funny the, the speeding stuff there's other aspects of her character that don't don't need to be there and they put that in just to be try to be funny but i don't think it's actually funny right and i like i said i think um i don't know it's it's a lot of times unfair to judge pilots like we say except in the case of like kevin can wait um because it could definitely find its footing and get the right tone i just think the pilot was a little too all over the place. So anyway, I like the, I like the actors too, like Minnie Driver, as you said, and the guy from Reno Nine One One. The father I've seen is a like a, a like playing small parts in other shows. I, I'm glad he has a bigger part because he's a pretty funny dude. Yeah, who was the father? Because I totally recognize him too, and now I can't remember who it is. He's isn't one of those. he on Big Bang Theory? Yeah, he, oh, he's on yeah, Big Bang it's, Theory. It's with like a weird accent, but he's in other stuff too. Or maybe it's a speech impediment. On Big it's Bang a speech Bang. impediment. Yeah. But I, I've seen him in other things, like just small parts. Apparently, he's a part of uh, up, Upright Citizens Brigade, so I think he has good credentials. John Ross Bowie. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I know I, I know I talk way too much about how terrible Big Bang Theory is, but that's one of the worst things to me about Big Bang Theory is his speech impediment because it's totally unnecessary. It's only played to make fun of the dude. Um, mm-hmm. So I really hate that. But yeah, he's a he's a decent actor in other things I've seen him in. So I'm and, not going to hold him being in Big Bang Theory against him. No, Sorry. no, me either. He was <laughs> he was fine in this. Yeah. Um. All right. What's your grade, Pat? I'll give it a B. Viv. A C. I'll give it a B minus. Um. All right. Let's do one more before the break. Uh. Wait. Whose turn is it? Though that was you. So I'll go. Okay. Designated survivor, Kiefer, returns to the small screen. Uh, not that he was ever on the big screen since the <laughs> early 90s, but... Um, Good job just dissing Flatliners. As, Goodbye. That was early 90s, dude. Um, that was me stomping away. As the... <laughs> This show's ridiculous, dude. So, <laughs> what, the White House gets bombed, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. The fucking White House gets bombed, and he's like... So, every all the major players are taken out, and he is... Um, no, no, not the White House, the Capitol. The Capitol building, right, during a session. Right, during a State of the Union. A State of the Union address. So, uh, he's the only one in the succession who is still alive, and he's like a minor-ass uh, political player. But not he, the only one. 
What? Go ahead. There's also he, the Republican they put to the side to make sure a Republican survived as well. Oh, sure. Because um, that happens. But he <laughs> uh, he survives because he's not important enough to be at the State of the Union address. Uh, and he is the next in line for su- succession, and he becomes president of the United States, much to the consternation of all the uh, Beltway insiders, and uh, particularly Kumar, who is a speechwriter, who does you not... sure that wasn't Harold? Uh, yeah, racist. I'm pretty sure. I've never seen the films. It's actually the first one is actually funny, um, although there is a gross shit joke that's unnecessary. But I found wait, that... I have seen one. There's a second one with. Oh no, I maybe go ahead. I forget. What NPR? I think NPR is in all of them. But NPR? You mean Terry Gross? Damn it. <laughs> NPH. One step up from NPR. NPH. Um, yeah. Uh, so he. He's talking to Kiefer Sutherland, and they're both in restroom, restroom stalls, and he doesn't know Kiefer Sutherland is the guy he's talking to. They're talking about the new president, and, and uh, Cal Penn is just going off on uh, what a how unqualified the dude is, and then they come out and see each other. And, did, of course, wait, so Kiefer Sutherland then hires him as his speechwriter. But did you know that that scene actually happened to, to him when he worked at the White House with Obama? Cal Penn, yeah, he was like bad-mouthing Obama. <laughs> yep. And, and Malia. Uh, oddly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's ripped straight from the headlines. Um, I don't know. It's just goofy. Like, I don't know how you can hate it and I certainly don't know how you could love it, but yeah, it's goofy. It's, yeah. it's goofy. Yeah. It's, it's like innocuous. So, um, but I, I mean, but is it meant to be? It's not right. Like it's totally supposed to be serious. You're supposed to, well, how can you ever, this is my thing. How can you ever tell with Kiefer Sutherland? He I plays know. everything like it's the most important <laughs> role in the world in the history of the world even though it's completely ridiculous right yeah. like he brings I, such I'm gravitas in like, in like episode two he like takes off the glasses and <laughs> yeah. then just starts like bombing the shit out of it <laughs> like that's you know it like starts immediately where he goes into like full 24 yeah mode, you know and he's just like killing everybody everyone watching the show who watch 24 is thinking the same thing. yeah yeah iran you're a blight on the map so there's the there's the president plot, but there's also the 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 run the the running at the same time the FBI investigation plot with Maggie Maggie Q. I don't know her character's name. Is she's the investigator that knows every more than anybody else. So she's figured out that the the bombing was not really what they think, and the the bomb that didn't go off. I watched more than one episode, so this might be from the, not from the first episode, but she's somehow a super intelligent investigator and no one else knows the thing she's knowing so i'm just waiting for the time where the the investigator and the president meet up yeah well of course and and there's also the subplot of the uh the military leader i guess the i don't know if he's the uh i would assume he's the joint chiefs of staff that's what i didn't know because i would assume that dude would be at the state of the union but in in any case he's the one now yeah yeah it doesn't matter he's he's trying to get the president out and get his guy in um and don't forget about the kids selling drugs Oh yeah, his uh, the show was not dramatic enough. The new president's <laughs> son, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so ridiculous. Like I yeah. said, yeah. What uh, I, it, I kind of felt bad for that kid who's the president's son because obviously they sent out a casting note saying we need douchebags, <laughs> yeah. and they, they got on the nose. So and uh, they found it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's a C show for me. Like I could totally watch it for fun and not even care, but I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it i don't feel like um uh, c plus actually i'll give it a c plus 
I give it a B minus. Yeah, I think C C is good. Yeah. It's around B, all all your grades sound good to me, so I'll average them out to be C plus. All right. Um, well, let's take a quick break, and we'll return with the uh, the rest of this season. We'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation. Hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing, steeplechasing. And we're back with Yay. Pat, Pat's turn. Pitch on Fox about uh, baseball play, the first female baseball player ever, starring Kylie Bunbury, who I've never seen anything else, but she's great in the show, and uh, Screech from Saved by the Bell, and the mother from Wonder Years. That is not true, any of the rest of that. <laughs> but the father from the Wonder Years is in it. Yeah, and it's the manager. Also, uh... Well, he's the coach. They call they call it manager in baseball. No. And uh, yeah, I and who I was surprised was still alive actually. When I saw when I saw him, I was like, oh shit, Wonder Years dad is still alive. And he looks pretty much exactly the same. I actually, yeah, I actually thought I had like read a story somewhere that he had died. <laughs> but it was actually like, this uh, is a great show. <laughs> it was actually Wayne. <laughs> Brought him back to life. Oh. What happened to Wayne? No, I don't know. He's like some kind of accountant or something. I don't know. Real I read a story dude. that, that uh, Wayne died because he, he went to Vietnam. Nope, that was uh, Jerry Mathers, <laughs> the beaver. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, wait, and and then also, uh, wait, what was his character's name on Saved by the Bell? Was it Zach? Does anybody yes. know? Yeah, that's yeah. who. Yeah. Mark Paul Gosselaar. Yeah. Uh. Allie Lauder plays her agent, and she is kind of annoying in the show, but I think that's kind of the point of her character. Yeah, a little, maybe too too much the point of the character. <laughs> um, I know we were like, at first we were like, oh, is that her? We kind of didn't recognize her, but yeah, it's her. But also Bob Balaban. Oh yeah, yeah Bob Balaban. So <laughs> the owner. So yeah. weird. The owner who specifically tells his general manager, I don't become friends with my employees because I want to make it easy to fire them. That's Bob Balaban to a yep. T. Man, I really know nothing about baseball. <laughs> yeah, me either. I'm like, general manager, what? <laughs> it's all these made-up positions, just like yeah. in corporations. Like, <laughs> they don't really do anything. Um, but exploit people. Yeah, so you liked it, Pat? Yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought it 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 was a fun idea, a good, a pretty pretty well executed. But not only for the baseball aspects, but I, I, it's not often that you see a show that's bringing up all this like feminist theory and stuff on the show. Just as a matter of fact, like where she goes on the Jimmy Fallon show in the second episode and says, "Why don't we tell men not to rape instead of telling girls not to go in the locker rooms?" And I think that's the kind of thing that 
you see online a lot and you see in discussions about about rape culture and that kind of thing, but you would not normally see it in a primetime show, and I think that's powerful and good. Way to spoil the uh, second episode yeah. for us, Pat. Shit. haven't seen it. Ass. <laughs> that um, was on a long time ago. I thought it was... Thoughts. Oh, did... Uh, was was Jimmy Fallon, like, uh, really playing hardball with her, like he tends to do with his guests? He was, like, touching her hair. Uh, the old <laughs> Fallon... The Fallon the trick. Other, no, actually, this show was on. He was. She was on Kimmel. I don't know why. Why Fox? Who Fox would choose? I. I, I said Fallon, but I meant to say Kimmel. Um. Yeah, I thought. I thought it was okay. I mean, I thought it was standard sports story for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um. I did like. I did like the feminist angle, although um, it seemed kind of like in the first episode at least, which is all I saw. Uh, it seemed kind of obvious like the the kind of things they were going for i think even obvious stuff is is nice for i guess that's true like yeah you can't you can't judge something that is uh for mass consumption by our standards so yeah no that's good i just thought it was very like you know the first game she she chokes and but then she makes the comeback it was very like it's got that sports formula thing going and then at the end of the first episode there was you know a big dramatic moment which i was like oh, i don't know that this is super necessary but um <laughs> i actually watching the show i was hoping that they wouldn't do that and of course they had to <laughs> yeah. but I, I was hoping that she would just like be awesome from the start and there'd be no arguments the other people would just be like well i guess there's there's no problem with having a woman picture <laughs> yeah maybe just but, shut shut the hell up right away <laughs> but nobody would actually like this aside from me nobody would like that show <laughs> viv what did you think yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, I it, it does also, you know, it's like all these new shows, they just have these like certain gimmicks, you know, that mm-hmm. like, you know, make you kind of roll your eyes sometimes. But like, I thought it was really well executed. I liked it. Yeah, it was well done. Uh, she was good. She, yeah. I think she did a really good job in the in the role. Like, uh, she was kind of given a lot to do. Yeah. But with like, she did it very minimally like she wasn't she wasn't over the top she like portrayed it in a way that felt real so i thought she did a really good job whereas i felt like almost everybody else was verging on caricature a little bit um dad from the wonder years is kind of (laughs) cool he had some heart like the even the story with like her father you know like pushing her and stuff was it was just all out of a sports movie so i uh, I could watch more and see where it goes. I guess. Yeah, now that you know, Pat spoiled the second episode for yeah. the entire world. Um, well, you I, can you can just I'm go right to the third. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like, oh, okay, maybe you know, it will have more to say. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm hoping so too. I, I yeah. did like the second, the first two episodes. Uh, I, I I have high hopes. Right. Created by the same guy who created This Is Us. Oh no! Really? Yeah. This show wow. is very, very different, so it, it's a little bit surprising. Yeah. Well, except for the massive tragedy at the end. Um, and the, yeah, and the twist. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, what do you give it, Pat? Give it a B. Also give it a B. I'll give it a B minus. It could. Always no, you know, I'll give it a too much sports. I'll, I'll give it a B. Actually, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, next. Not enough sports. Viv. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have to say anything? It's MacGyver. 
Which, MacGyver. Although, although I've never watched, I never watched MacGyver in the eighties or whatever yeah. it was on. Yeah. So it's MacGyver. I don't know. He like. I really have no idea how to describe it. Well, you don't. Yeah, you don't. Who need doesn't to, know? If who you don't MacGyver know what MacGyver is. is, then you know. Go to hell. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but I will say I I don't know if I've ever seen like a full episode of MacGyver. You know, I've seen bits and pieces here and there. Uh, this is this is not even up to the old MacGyver. And of course, when I was watching it, for some reason, I thought it was on ABC because I think that's what MacGyver was on originally. And then when I found out it was on CBS, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> this MacGyver is speaking of casting a douche. Um, I feel like they did a good job with this guy. Who is that guy? I don't know. He has like the most generic look. Yeah. And also... Not really leading man. No. no, He doesn't have the charisma for it. Guy who played MacGyver. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Richard Dean Anderson. Oh, sorry. Thanks. He played Havoc in X-Men. This guy. This guy? In MacGyver. Um, Yeah. Well. And see, this is another one where it's like... Doing, showing you all the shit. Oh, let's see what's going on with all the computer crap, and you know what I mean. Like yeah. so hyper edited. Um, like I feel like that came a lot from CSI. CSI did that a lot. Probably, yeah. I know. I've never watched that. Yeah, that could be, but it's a really annoying filming style. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a really annoying show, I thought. And I like, I kind of checked out on this one. Like even when they, were, I didn't really care. And like the ingenuity displayed was not that impressive to me. I thought, like, on the old MacGyver, at least, it was, Yeah, like, it was a lot better. Yeah. Um, I didn't... I didn't hate it as much as you guys, apparently. What? <laughs> I didn't think... But I, okay. didn't like, I didn't like it as much as I thought, because when I watched it, I was like, I'm going to watch this all the time. And there's been, like, five episodes since then. I've only watched the first one, so I don't think I liked it that much. I really didn't like the tough man. He was my least favorite part of the show. I didn't dislike MacGyver as much as you guys did. What were you going to say, Viv? I just... The, uh, my notes are terrible dialogue, yes. terrible hair. Great. Terrible. <laughs> well, but that's in keeping with the old MacGyver as well, I feel like. The old MacGyver had perfect hair. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the dialogue was so bad in this show. Yeah. I, it was... Oh, it, I could, it was unwatchable. For yeah, me. I, I agree. I, I like how this first episode was setting up what the original MacGyver became. Like, everyone knows the history. It's like, when people watch Star Wars, they're like, the prequels, aside from hating the prequels, like, well, that's how that got created. So people watch this first episode. They're like, that's how the Phoenix Corporation got created. But really, it's like, huh? Who cares? Right. <laughs> Just fucking pick it up in the middle. It's MacGyver. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, had to, we had to totally disband our old organization. And we had to create a new one. And I'll create the Phoenix. Why do you want to call it the Phoenix? Yeah. And you know, there's the betrayal, and the, uh, none of it worked for me. Not like none of it. I, yeah, I agree with you, Viv. The, the dialogue was so god awful. Um, ah, I don't know. I think, in in retrospect, what I liked about it is that there's going to be another one that might be better. Another episode that might be better. It might be like the original MacGyver. One could hope, but <laughs> yeah, CBS does not give me. Once again, CBS actor. Here you go. There's everybody CBS on this did show. Yes, person of interest. Everyone loves person of interest. So you're a little off the ball there. Well, and it was like it's like you're saying, you know, on all those CBS shows, like the main characters are not are all like kind of the know it all 
guy. They're all you know? superhuman, yeah. Yeah, but, and it's just so annoying to watch. That's just not fun to watch for me. Yeah, you need a you need to be able to relate to a real person. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. Uh. Wait. Oh, that was yours, Viv. What do you give it? F. I give it a D. Uh, I think C. Oh man, yeah, you really did like it more than ah, I did. C minus. Um. All right. Uh. Next up, The Exorcist. Not well. I guess somewhat based on the movie, but not really. Um. <clears throat> I think uh, this one was a surprise to me because it's also goofy and ridiculous, but I find it fun and. I set it up to DVR. I like uh, I like the actors in it. I think they do a fine job with ridiculous material. Um, I wish Gina Davis would have a more prominent role than what I've seen her do so far because I feel like they're kind of wasting her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think the daughters are both really good. And, of course, Cam from uh, Ferris Bueller is fine. Uh, and... It was much better than I expected it to be. Like, I thought it was going to be just flat-out terrible. Um, maybe I'd forgot Gina Davis was in it. But I, I actually find it fun and enjoyable. Like, it's not going to change anybody's life, but it's kind of like... Uh, it seems like every season they try to do a replacement for uh, Sleepy Hollow. Like, something on that level of Sleepy Hollow's first season, since it's, like, immediately started sucking after that. And this is, like, the new Sleepy Hollow for me. I just... It's not nearly as good as Sleepy Hollow. It probably not, but I find it I find it fun and amusing, and like I'll keep watching to see where it goes. I I had super low expectations, so the fact that I didn't hate it is is high praise. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I I. It was another one of those. I was like, God, why are they doing this? Yeah. And then I was like, why do I have to watch this for this <laughs> podcast? But Me too. I, this one and Lethal yeah. Weapon, both. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Lethal Weapon, I kind of thought would be better than it was. This one I, is, was much better than I thought it was. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's not, it's not a great show not by a show any with means. A twist. This twist was uh, pretty much telegraphed in the middle of the episode, but there's still a twist. It was still a decent twist, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of like that, you know, like everyone on the show is like, has no idea what's going on. Like what the fuck is going on for everyone, you know? So that makes it kind of fun for me. Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's got like, it's got some creepiness to it, but it doesn't go overboard with it, which is Mm -hmm. nice. Um, I think what's missing for this compared to sleepy hollow is there's not really any uh, purposeful comic relief. No, No, there's no, no sense of fun for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it is pretty like pretty bleak, but also uh, watchable. Unlike a lot of really dark stuff is um, for me anyway. I I don't know. I I was surprised. Pro- maybe again, just because of my low expectations. Maybe I like think it's better than it is because I really was not looking forward to it. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is this is enjoyable to watch. But I just think it's like a it's the equivalent of like a popcorn movie to me, and I have no problem with it. Have I've, you watched past the first episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't yet, but I did like the first episode. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's more of the same. I think it's, you know, it's definitely, they've got an idea of where they're going and, and everything. So that's, that's always good. Um, yeah, I give it a, I give it a B plus actually, this one. <clears throat> I gave it a B. I say B minus. All right. So 
definitely better than any of us would have expected, I guess. Yes. That, yeah. Conviction. Ridiculous story. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, it is your turn. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Conviction. Ridiculous story about former first daughter who gets arrested and is uh, uh, forced to become some sort of special prosecutor in, I think, Anonymous City, USA. And no, I think it. Oh, yes, you're right. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. Yeah, it is a not. I assumed it was New York, but yeah. It might be New York. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, there's not much more to it. They're, I guess each episode they're going to take a case that the DA has done wrong and they're going to find who really did it. And I don't know if I'd like it if Haley, Haley Atwell weren't were in it, but she is and I liked it. So there you go. Who you like from uh, Agent Carter. Agent Carter. Um, and from that episode of... Uh, what's the oh yeah of uh, Black Mirror yeah Black Mirror yeah she it's another one where like it's the mini driver thing where like she's so over the top in this and that has to do with writing I mean this oh is, it's all writing the character is so stupid <laughs> this is basically another like this is a how to get away with murder or, or no no another no. Shonda like, Rhimes type show where it's just like it's super it's super over the top. Like it's supposedly about like some serious issue, but it's just, it's just junk food basically. Yes. Right. I, I don't see it as even being a, I don't think anybody thinks it's about that serious issue. Oh, it's, it's created by Liz Friedlander and Liz Friedman. The Liz Freeds. I guess so. I had their album back in the eighties. Um, yeah, it, <laughs> um, I don't really know what you could say. Obviously I thought, I mean, it seemed kind of obvious to me, but like in the first episode that they were uh, basing that case off of cereal, the first season yes, of cereal, that first, right? Like, for sure, yeah. Um, which was a little weird. And it had another thing with like people with superpowers, like they're going into the woods to recreate what happens. And this dude is like seeing it all in his mind. Like, it's just. For, yeah, there's his superpowers, but there's also the the main character who graduated top of the class at Harvard, did this, did that, so was so great at being a lawyer, but decided to just start using coke all the time. Right. And <laughs> we don't get any sense that she's a great lawyer from this first episode, I'll tell you that. Like, she goes no, to talk once to she, the... No, once she gets that, that speech from her mother that say, good, be good at something, she goes and talks to the guy, and that solves everything. Right, well, that's true. But, like... At first, she goes and talks to the mother of the victim and, like, totally blows that. You're like, oh, you graduated top of your class and you can't figure out where this is going to go? Um, it's it's just dumb, but it's also another one that's innocuous. What, Viv? Uh, yeah, I, I know. I had no idea what it was going in. I have never really seen the main character in anything. Um, and... I found it enjoyable while I was watching it, but I don't really know why. Like, I can't really figure out like what is, what was good about it. Like it was, it just all seemed to work. It's just like a big shiny ball. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's perfectly enjoyable. Yeah. It's just a turn your brain off type of thing. Like you can't take any of it seriously. Yeah. So I guess the good thing about it was that there was nothing terrible about it like glaringly bad about it. right i mean it's and not... i don't think it's written in a way that you're supposed to take it seriously either. no it's not yeah. trying to be law and order you know it's supposed to be a, a light soap opera type show but not not heavy on the soap opera right yeah i mean I, this is something i would watch if it's on and again not make time for it but um yeah i don't know what would you give it pat b viv 
B. B minus for me. Um, but yeah, it was it was what it was. Um, whose turn? Oh, Viv, it's your turn. Oh, um, timeless. With uh, the guy from ER, whose name I can't pronounce. Yeah, Mr. Mixelpiddle. Yeah, Tom Gore. Yeah. Gore. Gore. <laughs> okay. Well, Gore's the bad guy in this show, and he. I think he is, but maybe oh. he's the good guy. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Damn it. <laughs> um. Yeah, we don't really know the end game on this one yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He is the possible bad guy on this show, and he steals a time machine and goes back in time at certain pivotal moments in history to alter. The results and for some and then so they like get together these three people who follow him to try to prevent those things from happening right one of them is a coder because that's what you need in history when there was no computers um one of the wait what what is she i can't even remember she's like historian. a history professor Histo- historian yeah so she can help him with the and and the other dude's a soldier um, More than a soldier, a super soldier. A super soldier, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he is... Uh, She's Jean a Cod- super historian. Yes. And the other guy's a super coder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had fun with it. I yeah, did it too. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> for time travel shows. I'm I not- like that they, they came back from changing the past and things were all screwed up, which is a hallmark of great time travel shows. I was going to say, yeah, I did not expect that. You know, you expected more of like a quantum leap. I'm a sucker for time travel too, except it's rarely done well at all, right. ever. I agree. And I yeah. thought they did this good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did this good. <laughs> they make do fine. <laughs> It was also so. Speechless had the white guy from Better Off Ted, and Timeless had the black guy from Better Off Ted. Oh, is that who that? We kept. We were like, who is this dude? Could not we, figure out where he was from. And we like looked him up on IMDb, and he just like had little roles in in a bunch of stuff, a lot of comedy stuff actually. Yeah, he was he was also in the last episode of The Office. Right. Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was super enjoyable actually, and I was surprised and. When I first started watching it, for some reason, I thought it was a CW show, but it's not. It's network, and it does seem a lot like a CW show. Yeah, at, it's I, a little older than a CW <clears throat> show, but other than that, it seemed a lot like a CW show. Yeah, yeah, I, I was surprised that a network show did something like with this theme and actually did it well. Yeah, I agree. The only complaint I have is about that super soldier, <laughs> who with his backstory, and you know, he's all trying to. Right, save his wife. Yeah, and... I don't know. You well, know, you know, you got to have something like I'm... that in there. Yeah, that was the weak point for me, though. It, it was. It was in that... story. Yeah, I agree. It was very, uh, it was very traditional and kind yeah. of formulaic. Yeah, they tried to explain it, but it didn't really work. So this woman looked like your wife. You wanted to save her. How about everyone <laughs> else there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's he's got issues, man. He needs to get, he needs to get over him, and uh, that'll. That'll amp it up a bit, but it was still, I thought, highly enjoyable. Is this going on your record pile? You know, I I think it might actually. Um, oh, what do you give it, Viv? I give it a A minus. I also give it an A minus. I was going to give it a B plus. Eh, well, I give enough. it a B plus. B plus, B plus, and A minus. I always think of pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it could like. 
it could I could easily see how it could jump the shark, but it could also get really interesting. Yeah. It might be one of those shows like Heroes. It's on NBC and the first season is great, second season is terrible. Right. Mm-hmm. Um all right, up next. I don't even know whose fucking turn it is now. Is Your it turn. Mine? Mm-hmm. No tomorrow. Um about a a kind of I guess it's like a, a warehouse that she works in, right? She's like a warehouse drone. Um She's in charge of the drones. Sorry, yes, she is in charge of the drones. She's like super, I wouldn't say necessarily super peppy, but like she's definitely into like daily affirmations and shit to try to get her through her day. She has a horrible boss. She meets this guy who um, she had seen at the at the farmer's market and by coincidence, whatever, she, she meets the guy and... Uh, she starts liking him, and then it turns out he believes the apocalypse is coming in like eight months because there's a asteroid or a meteor that's going to crash into the Earth. Um, so he's like doing the carpe diem thing, and he's trying to talk her into it. And uh, I think you guys might be surprised. I actually found this enjoyable. Like, for this type of show, I thought it was well done because this is a super, can be a super dumb kind of show. Um, kind of a romance with like quirkiness but i actually even like when i first saw her i was like oh this is gonna be like you know a barbie type but i I thought all the actors did actually a great job i believe their characters i thought they were like they all had charisma and they were human even the even the terrible boss and um i thought they avoided a lot of the uh cliches that could make this kind of thing dumb but I'd, i'd be interested to see what you guys thought of it I thought it was okay. There's, I agree with you that all the actors were great and the characters are pretty good, but I don't understand the whole why they needed for a show like this, why they needed the entire subplot of the engagement that she had to break up, and uh, that was kind of dumb. And the whole quitting and going back was kind of dumb, but I guess that's setting up things for later. Yeah, I, <laughs> well, it's it does have the like it does have that kind of thing that you would expect from this show, but as as a yeah, show. but I didn't. Ex- I, I expected this, this show to be more about the no tomorrow stuff and less about the today sucks stuff. Right. Right. Well, I, it I was mean, okay. I don't think I liked it as much as you, but I just thought it was okay. I do think they're setting it up for something, but I, I also, like I said, I think it's like it's a cut above what it easily could have been. Okay. To me, so I was pleasantly surprised by it. Viv. I um yeah. I mean, I definitely laughed a bunch. Mm-hmm. In this first episode, which surprised me, um, but I also cannot figure out like where it's going. Like, what <laughs> is the premise of the show? Like, is the apocalypse going to happen? Is that what <laughs> we're trying to figure out? Is she going to date this guy? Right. I mean, is I this don't guy really crazy? Know... Yeah. Like, I don't really get Stay it. Stay tuned to find out. Yeah. Hmm. Re- I need to know. It reminded me a little of Brain <laughs> right Dead, now. like. No, it didn't remind me at all. Brain didn't f you for even comparing the two. Whoa, Jesus! <laughs> Violent. I just mean in the like, there's something super. Although in Brain Dead, it was apparent immediately, like that this shit was happening. And whereas in this one, this guy could just be crazy. Um, but like a kind of apocalyptic romance is more what I was thinking. Um, I thought he was well cast because he is just so strangely intense at yeah. times <laughs> but also like, chill borderline creepy yeah yeah no i thought that's what i was saying i think the casting is 
is excellent. I think all the all the actors did a great job. But. Yeah, I thought they didn't use the the really the the coworker who's kind of cynical enough because she was pretty funny. She was only yeah. in for like ten seconds at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I I thought it was fun. I will give it a B. I give it a B minus. Yeah, B minus. All right, Pat. Another remake of a movie, Frequency, on the oh? CW. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I keep looking at the list and seeing the wrong one. Yes, you're right. <laughs> it's about a cop who talks to her father in the past through a ham radio that got struck by lightning. Her cop father? Her cop father, yeah. Cop, who cop was daughter killed. Co- talking to cop father, dead cop Super father. Super cop father? <laughs> yeah, and I, I had never seen the movie. Had Have you... you I know you haven't, Viv. Have you seen it, Pat? Yeah, I saw the movie. It was almost a good movie. You know what? I actually think I saw the movie. <laughs> I think about it. <laughs> I do think I was... Wait, was it... Was Jim Caviezel in it? Yes, he was the... It wasn't cops. It, I think it was firemen, or maybe one was a fireman and one was a cop, but it was... He was the the current day person, and the, in the past it was... Um, Dennis uh, Quaid? Bill. Yes, oh, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. That was Bill. Well, Dennis Quaid... <laughs> You thought it was who? One of the Bills. I always Axton said Bill Pullman. Pullman and Bill. Oh, yeah. It would have fit, too. <laughs> yeah, Dennis Quaid, almost a good movie. I think those two words go hand in hand. Um, yeah, yeah. Say that to Interspace. So, well, that's Martin Short. I mean, he carries everything he's in. Um, have you guys noticed that Modern Family is not a good show anymore? Um, I've noticed it's not a great show for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think this. I think it's gone a, a, a ring lower this this season. Yeah, it's one that I don't really care about anymore. Like we still DVR it, but I watch it, and I think we don't really even pay attention half the time we're watching it. Is that fair to say, Viv? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, there's there's one episode that was there's a couple episodes that are okay funny, but there's one episode that was like the opposite of funny, which is sad. Not, <laughs> yeah, not in the not in the get a life anti comedy way. No, and yeah. Anyway, frequency uh, is pretty much what I expected. Not terrible, not great either. It's okay, but it could go somewhere. I feel yeah. like yeah, um, I, like I said, I'm a sucker for time travel stories. And I, again, I like that they they did time travel and they made something terrible happen. Yeah, I and again wasn't expecting it. Um, I thought it was interesting that, like, all of a sudden the other timelines, like, opened up to her in her mind. I don't know if that was part of the movie or not, but um, I thought that was cool. And um, I don't know. I thought the actors were fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Another ER alum was in this, right? Mikai Pfeiffer? Wasn't he from... Mikai Pfeiffer, yeah. Um, Mikai Pfeiffer has been eating at McDonald's for uh, since the last time we saw him. It would have (laughs) been... He was the, the boss. Yeah, the big boss fight. Um, yeah, I thought it was like I thought it was perfectly fine. Um, like like you, Pat. I'm I wasn't always, but I'm becoming a sucker for this kind of thing because they're doing it so much better nowadays. Because uh, you know, like back in the day, I liked Quantum Leap. You know, I thought that was fun, but it was there were so many problems with that show. Just from a just from a rational scientific standpoint. Um, and I like it. If I watch it now, I don't think I would enjoy it very much. And I think the pro- one of the problems with quantum leap, I don't know if I'd enjoy it or not. I think I would, but back then the shows were not 
in general, serial in, in nature. They were episodic. So yeah. Quantum Leap had to be episodic. So it wasn't, I mean, they had the trip home, but nobody watching that show thought he would ever get home. Right. From season to season. So things weren't going to change that much. It was just going to be the same thing every episode, just in a different place. And it, one episode might be interesting. Another episode might not be interesting. But if you miss one, it's not a big deal. Right. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, epi- I'm, I'm really glad they've gotten away from episodic dramas. Um, although, and some sometimes it can be a hindrance, like with some of these new shows. Not necessarily this season so much, but like they uh-huh. set up so much crap that you're like, mm-hmm. oh my god, come on. Um, and this show is a CW show, and it doesn't feel like one. Yeah. Yeah. It um it it doesn't so much. I'm still pissed that iZombie has not returned. Um, we rewatched that whole series because we were like, wait, what the fuck happened <laughs> in this show? It's actually way more complicated than you think it is. Um. But I'm looking forward to that coming back, and I hope that it is not canceled. No, it's not. It's it's just coming back late, and it probably doesn't have as many episodes as we'd want, but it's not canceled yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, wait, did we do grades on this? We didn't. No. Well, I just I just want to say, like, about frequency, that I really like that everything was just put into motion immediately. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. In the awesome. first episode. I love that i don't have time for all the like oh is she gonna pick up that radio receipt <laughs> right you know what i mean like is, i just feel like gonna... so many shows do that and it just went right in there and like they find out you know they're he's her dad and she you know find all that out immediately in the first episode and things just start rolling yes I'm not only that but in the first five minutes she says i'm talking to my dad from the past yeah so it's not they don't even fool around with yeah. it great it's it yes. was it was great because some shows would they would have her talking on the radio and not believing it for like six <laughs> right. yeah yeah like like that arc on Frasier anyway uh, what do you wait yeah what do you give it Pat I'll give it a B minus no a B because I think it might get even better B. yeah I gave it a B I gave it a B as well so this was a pretty strong season compared to others overall really I think the lesson is more time travel shows. Yeah, yeah, we we had some we had a lot more Bs. I mean, I know I gave an F to Lethal Weapon, so there was more than one F. But um, it's not as bad as Kevin Can Wait by any means. Kevin Can Wait is unwatchable. Yeah. Um, yeah. whereas Lethal Weapon is just shitty. But I, I don't know. I'm doing the political vote on on Lethal Weapon. So. Oh God. What? I'm looking at Wikipedia and how many people watch Kevin Can Wait. Eleven million people watch the first episode. I told you it, it's got to be a hit. It's going to be a hit. It's but too terrible. A million not to people be. less watch the next episode, and then the third episode, and yet another million people less. Oh, that's good. That's good news. Yeah. Although that's still nine million people. Yeah, only eight million people watch the first episode of Good Place. Five million for the third. So. Oh, it's losing people. I I would think that. I was... think pilots usually do, and then it, it looks like it's kind of. Evening staying, out. Yeah, it's staying at five million. So hopefully, it at least gets ten seasons. <sighs> yeah, that's too bad. Brooklyn Nine Nine uh, has been good Great. so far. Although I, I was really getting edgy. I'm like, please get back with the squad. <laughs> <laughs> I miss all the other people. Like it, it was hel- it was still super funny, especially Andre Brower. I no, I. I agree that it's nice to get the squad back, but I like that there was one episode that there was nobody there but those but two. Them. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> and then the next episode. I mean, more than one would have been too much, but having one was fun. Yeah, yeah. 
and the blonde hair on. <laughs> yeah, the frosted the tips. frosted tips. <laughs> oh god, uh, they they didn't mention that, but I, I like to think that that was his choice. <laughs> <laughs> Have you are you caught up on it, Pat? Yes. So I, the scene with uh, with Holt getting the thing when he fell and. <laughs> and Wait, what did he say? What did Viv? Do you remember what um what's his name said? Oh no! He's like I got I got all scratchy or something stupid, <laughs> and Holt has the thing through his leg. The, one of the funniest moments of this season. Well, yeah, but they, the, another funny moment is along the same lines when he's he's they're trying to he's doing self surgery and and he can't look. He's like, you'll get through this. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> And uh, Eric Roberts as the villain. <laughs> a nice touch, too. And uh, Jerry from Parks and Rec. Jerry, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. This was this was not bad. So what? So overall, I think we agreed the good place, right? Yeah, by far. Is is the one to watch this season. That's, that's the one to tape to watch every week. It's definitely the best uh, new show this season. And I would say um, for a drama maybe timeless mm-hmm. it was enjoyable it was a, yeah it was really fun and f- <laughs> i i like frequency too actually i like quite a few of these the exorcists no tomorrow i i could see myself watching these i i definitely agree on the time travel shows i no tomorrow i don't maybe i don't know about that one but uh oh pitch i like pitch a lot too yeah i can see myself watching pitch some more too i can see you watching it too cuz i'm outside your window <laughs> Bull, of course. Everybody should watch Bull the whole yeah. season. That's only going to get better. I think we. Sh- I'm glad we did this episode because there is a millions of people out there who thought that was going to be a spinoff from Night Court with Richard Mull reprising his Bull character. Yes, I, that's what and I thought. I did not want people to be disappointed, so I'm glad we we set the record straight on that. I, me too, and I'm also sad that it wasn't a Night Court spinoff with yeah. Richard yep. Mull. And I think it's bullcrap that Doctor Phil is trying to pick up the Bull. The bull money. Yeah. Well, you know, he's got to add a, a new wing to his head. Um, all right. Let's go, because this has been a long episode, to recommendations, Asians, Asians, Asians. All right. Well, I have, before we do our real recommendations, I feel like there's one thing that we all would recommend. Although, maybe not, Pat, because you have not got as far into it as I have. But, all right. On three, I'm going to say uh, what what I think we all have, and then we'll all say it at the same time. Okay? One, two, three. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Venereal disease. Oh. Wow. Pat, we've already I, done no, venereal Cage, disease. Luke Cage was really good. I only watched the first episode, but what I watched, I would recommend. Yeah, you got to keep going. I don't know how you do that. We fucking, we start watching, and we're like, we got to get to the next episode. So, don't spoil too much, but it seems like it's it's set before Jessica Jones. Do they even reference that? I, yes. They do, like, uh, it's, very briefly, in, like, it's a line. not, though. Oh, it's not. Yeah. Jeez. It's got, it because it's got that period look and feel to it. No, just the fact that, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, no, it, it isn't, but it's, yeah, it's super well done. I think I talked about on, on the show once that I, uh, we started watching The Get Down, and it was awful, and... It's. I'm not just comparing these because it's like a bunch of uh, black actors in it, and it was Racist. also in the Get Down. But also just because I feel like Luke Cage gets 
the period look and feel, even though it's not set in that period, mm-hmm. way better, and the music way better. So it's just so much stronger um, of a show than than the Get Down, which I don't recommend anybody watch. Um, and up there with Jessica Jones, like Daredevil's been the worst of these shows so far. Not that it was bad, but it's just like I don't know. They're hitting it out of the park with these Marvel shows on Netflix. I think the next one's Iron Fist. Which will be interesting. Now, we'll see where they go with it. Correct me if I'm wrong, Pat, because I did read Power Man and Iron Fist a bit in the 70s, like late 70s. But Iron Fist was a white dude, right? Yep. Yeah, that's. Um, what's... They didn't. They decided not to change that, so it's still a white dude. Ugh, that's too bad. He's a, like a kung fu dude, Viv, in case you hmm. were wondering. A so mystical that's... kung fu dude. Right. Oh, but he's white. The best kind. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, yeah, do, do you guys have other recommendations? You guys go, and I'll think of something, hopefully. I know, I'm trying to think of something, too. Oh, wow. I, I think Luke Cage is it for me and Viv. There we go, go, Pat. Great. We watched oh, the whole season. There's a, a great episode of, the first episode of Westworld is really worth watching. Everyone should see it. It's It's gotten hyped, and it deserves the hype. So, yeah, that I'll recommend that, and an old thing... We we often recommend Brian K. Vaughan, and I'll recommend something he did before he went off on his own. He did he created a series for Marvel called Runaways about a group of kids whose parents were bad guys, and they found out. Excellent and series, it's, yeah. It's fun. It's available in Marvel Unlimited. And very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't and, finished, but like I I read like the first I don't know seven or eight issues I think. So did you get? I, I don't know how many issues it is. Like th- that series ends and the second series begins. Did you get to the second series? Oh, I haven't got to the second. Series. Okay. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So those will be my two recommendations: Westworld and Runaways. Well, I'll actually recommend the original Westworld movie with uh, Yul Brynner and Richard Benjamin because I loved the hell out of it when I was nine. But then I will recommend the novel. <laughs> never read. Oh, Michael Crichton. <laughs> so the, the movie was good. I've never seen it. It was. I loved it, man. I thought it was super. It was also. But was it good? I don't know. Actually, I don't know if it was good. Like, I don't know if it would hold up. It was pretty dark. Um, about an early thing about uh, robots kind of, I don't know if you could say getting sentient, but yeah, it, I enjoyed that, that movie. Um, do you have, are you saying you don't think I can pronounce sentient? Cause I just did. Yeah, sure. After I gave it to you on a silver platter. Um, well also Brian K. Vaughn, I'll recommend because, um, I waited until payday cause I've been like spending too much money on crap, but got paid yesterday and ordered the hard cover, uh, version of the private eye, which I never finished reading online. So, um, I will enjoy having that as a physical, uh, property. That's cool. Yeah. I, I do like that. They want to know how it's an, a, a digital thing. They're never going to, they're never going to produce it in any other way. And then once they're done, they put a hard cover out. <laughs> well, people do. I mean, there are people who love owning that, especially like for the yeah. art and stuff. You know, it's nice to have. Yeah, it's, it is. It's just funny. Um, Viv, do you have any Brian K. Vaughn recommendations? No, but can I recommend the first episode of the new season of Bob's Burgers? <laughs> oh, hell yeah, you can. Because <laughs> I really loved it. And uh, it was just really adorable. And but still in the vein of Bob's Burgers. I'll have to and look. it was great. Is that was that? I didn't know where that started yet. So yeah. Oh, you, you haven't seen it? it? It's, I, I it's taped, so I have to watch it. Yeah, it's great. Wait, did you watch? That was an excellent episode. I agree with you, Viv. Yeah. Um, 
it was a Louise episode, kind of, which, uh, yeah, I usually like those. Yeah. But this was like much sweeter than most Louise <laughs> stuff. And, but also super dark and also just cute and crazy. Yeah, I agree. Um, have you read the Bob's Burgers comic? Pat? No, no, good. I, I haven't read it either. I did watch the episode of Seinfeld that I was told to watch last week, and it was funny and weak at the same time. Funny and weak? Yeah, there's some weird parts. I was like, who cares? But it was mostly funny. I love Elaine watching the tires spin. Wait, did we lose Viv? I believe. Nope, she left on purpose. Yes, she did. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Rate us highly on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Write us immediately after this episode actually and most importantly tell your friends to listen yeah do all that uh i'm trying to get viv back don't know what happened it's ringing uh hold on this is fun podcasting isn't it well you you know or what you're calling her home phone now oh god you know, damn it you know her very well so you could just imitate her voice when we say goodbye yeah, that's true. Maybe I will do that. I'll try it. Goodbye. Oh, oh that was you. That was Damn. dead on. Me. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, hold on one second, everybody. All right, we got Viv back just in time to say goodbye, and thanks for coming on, Viv. Thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks. I'll see and you thanks in the living for stopping room in that like train two seconds. From coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was your superpower. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Um, we don't know what we're doing next week, Pat. We better think of something quick. We're going to do Bull versus Bull. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, there will be two more episodes by then. <laughs> Actually, there won't. There will only be one. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, do your shit, and until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>